Hey everybody, Michael Posnick here with Powerhouse Patty, our consistent guest that's nice enough to join us each and every weekend in this beautiful December weather. Today we're talking about something so incredible you're going to want to take a pen and a piece of paper and make notes. We're talking about PEI, real estate statistics. Probably one of the more boring subjects. We've done this on our YouTube channels many times before, but it's interesting to see what's happening on a number of different levels. So uh, we're going to be looking at November 2023 stats. And the thing to keep in mind is a saying I always remember when looking at stats is there's misinformation, there's lies, and then there's statistics. So statistics, particularly with Prince Edward Island, can be extremely misleading. This is not just coming from me. This is coming from CMHC, Canadian Home Mortgage Corporation, and Korea, the Canadian Real Estate Association. And the reason this information can be misleading is because the data set, the amount of numbers that we're dealing with, are very, very thin. In other words, if we had a sale in Summerside of one duplex, and then the next year we had a sale of two of them, all of a sudden statistics say, you know, duplex sales have gone up 100% which is, in fact, it's true, but in the reality or the perception of statistics, it's not really a basis for a buying decision or selling decision. The other thing we need to keep in mind is there's cyclic or there's cycles to real estate. This particular cycle, we are in Christmas season, which in PEI is typically extremely slow and people are absolutely focused more than any other place I've ever lived in on Christmas so Christmas will be naturally much slower. People will focus on the holiday season. And then January, surprisingly to most buyers and sellers, will pick up rapidly if the weather is good. If we have nice weather, the grass is green just like it is today in the uh, later part of December. The buyers will be out there, and it's actually a great time to have your house listed because you'll end up probably with more money. It may take longer to sell, but more money. So getting to the stats, after I introduce uh, Patty, you want to say hello? Do you want to read the stats? Or you want me to? No, you're okay. You can read the stats. Say hello to everybody, including our listeners in Halifax we've recently picked up. Oh, yes. Yes. Hi, everybody. Uh, thank you, Michael, for having me on uh, it's always a pleasure, and yes, our I hear we do have some extra listeners out there, which is awesome. Um, and I've been told that they do find the information to be very helpful, uh, so that's why they've decided to to uh, become a constant listener of our our podcast and asking when's the next one coming. So very cool, very exciting. Hello, Kayla. Moving on. So home sales are down 11.3%. Uh, this is comparison to last year, 177 units sold in November of 2022, 157 sold this November. And I'm not going to get into too much detail here to keep things a little more interesting. The most interesting thing is, and a lot of sellers are blinded to this fact, that we, we've established market balance for the last few months, which means the market's neither in favor of the buyers nor the sellers. So all those sellers that are living in numbers that were generated two years ago, this is not a seller's market anymore. It's balanced. 
which means you no longer have as much leverage as the sellers you did before. And as a buyer, you do have more leverage because there's less buyers. Listings are down 14.4%. And again, you know, PEI, we're talking measly little numbers here. There's 208 new listings uh, this year, and last year there's 243. So it doesn't take much to change that percentile. And the benchmark price, which is supposed to be an illustration of the typical PEI home, is still extremely affordable. At 361800 up 3.6% 3 from 349200 in November of 2022. Keep in mind that PEI has a lot of different little markets. And we've got our residential market, but we also have our recreational markets. We've got farms, multi-units, commercial. But things can differ dramatically from city centers just or communities just like Cornwall to Charlottetown to Stratford to Summerside to O'Leary to Elberton. They all have their own little micro-markets. So these numbers, albeit they're nice to look at, and our real estate association puts some pretty nice cartoons together to illustrate them, you really have to disseminate the information and break it down based on exactly where you are looking, if that's Charlottetown or Summerside, Stratford, Cornwall, Surrey, to understand what's going on with the market. The other thing that I was saying to Patty earlier is COVID really caused a lot of craziness in the real estate market, not just in Prince Edward Island, but all over North America. Things are starting to calm down now and normalize the talk on the street is interest rates will go down. Whether or not that will happen, I don't know. I don't protect markets. So that will be interesting. Uh, Patty, let's talk about uh, some historic numbers. Patty breaks the numbers down over years. She's done it for many years, so maybe we can put some better understanding to this. Yeah, well, one of the things I wanted to say when you had mentioned about new listings being uh, down 14.4%, uh, that's, we're just back in our normal season um, real estate cycle. That That is all that we are returning to typically on PEI. And again, each market would have their own uh, cycles. And your local real estate expert, um, you should be able to ask them these questions. But um, for the island and probably pretty much the Maritimes as a whole, our our last quarter uh, typically does slow down um, and even slow down into the first quarter of uh, the new year. So and then we find there's quite a few closings that happen, you know, in second quarter, the spring season. However, one thing that people don't understand, and so they'll take their listing off the market during sometime during fourth quarter um, and then leave it off during first quarter of the following year, hoping that they'll bring it on sometime around April when all the tulips and daisies are popping out of the ground, that uh, that's the time to sell. And since we're returning back to our normal market cycle, it actually um, can cost you. 
So there's the cost of carrying the property, delaying your dreams. Uh, lower inventory means those sellers who are priced correctly on the market will get better, stronger offers uh, as a result of our normal cycles. And we do have stats to support and confirm that, uh, that homes do sell for better prices during the winter months because there are always those who purchase out of necessity whether it be work relocation or family situations. Um, so again, those who take their properties off the market, eh, thank you. You're just helping the sellers who are serious about selling get better better prices because um, there's not a lot of pickings out there. So our, our office, we've been pulling the stats. We started this in 2016, 2017 being our first full year. And we've been just you know monitoring and keeping an eye on the market. I'm not going to go back to historical data. If you ever wanted to know, you can even send off a message uh, to Michael, um, or you can find myself, but I, I'm more than happy to share with you the stats and that historical data stats. However, just to keep it all relevant to today, like Michael had said, hyper-local communities, our island is broken down into seven regions, uh, being Western, Eastern uh, region C's you know, the north-south shore in between Summerside and Charlottetown. So each of these little markets have their own um, market statistics. And when you look at the, you know, benchmark pricing saying they've gone up 3.6%, well, that's the entire island. Some areas have actually gone down. Um, you know, there's uh, Stratford Market. Those are prices, because that's Region F, has actually gone down 12.74% from last November to this November. Um, you know, you've got some markets, though, like the Charlottetown that has uh, their markets gone up 7.19% uh, with the average sale price this November compared to last November being 437000 um, But then if you go to um, Western PEI, so that is everything west of Summerside. Average price on the western side of the island is actually two seventy nine. So you see, when they pull the average numbers, it's because they're pulling in everything. Make sure you have a um, a real estate professional who is forthcoming with the stats, knows the market, understands um, what these numbers mean, so that you're properly advised as to. What does your market look like? What does your numbers, um, you know, getting into more micro markets, um, just to make sure that you're best advised, educated, and serviced. So, Michael? Patty? <laughs> I actually love talking numbers. So what you say, it's the boring part. That's my exciting part, so. Yes, nothing but excitement behind an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> The bottom line for both of us is we're both numbers people. Me, not so much as Patty. I mean, she does have a lot of spreadsheet fun during the day. Always resort back to the factual data. I always got a kick out of people in real estate. When I started in real estate, they'd be all giddy and, excuse me, thrilled to death about a new listing and tell me how it's worth a hundred thousand dollars and I'd look at the numbers and there wasn't a sale along the whole shore for more than 25. It's nice to be enthusiastic but it's also nice to be grounded and deal with reality rather than your perception of reality. 
uh, or or taint things with your enthusiasm and just negate the facts. Our information from the PEI Real Estate Association is shared with the Canadian Real Estate Association and CMHC. The numbers we're giving you today are a part of two reports that are probably in excess of a hundred and some odd pages, which is always available to anybody just by emailing us and our contact information will be in the description below. But essentially, whether you're selling or buying, look at the numbers. If you're selling, don't pick the agent that gives you the biggest number because all you're going to have on your front lawn in most likelihood is a reduced sign and longer time on the market because your expectations are unrealistic. If you're a buyer, always do your research and due diligence on any property you're looking for. And in particular, don't think that the MLS data is the end-all, be-all, because it's not. Records can be deleted, modified. They're typically not, but they could be. Also, there's transactions that don't get posted to MLS. Maybe it's sold after the list expired, canceled, or with, was withdrawn. Always know that you can go back to the deed or the deed registry through what's referred to as Geolink, in PEI and every agent that's a member of the MLS has access to it with their membership. And this will show you actually what's transacted. And if there's any information that's not on there, for instance, the previous sale price, my understanding is under the, uh, is it the Privacy or Public Information Act? You can request the sale price from the tax department and they will give it to you or they have to give it to you. So it's always nice to know if you're looking at a house for 169000 that they didn't pay 32000 six months ago for it, because there's obviously something wrong with those numbers. Or it was a previous, previous location for a grave site or a nuclear waste dump. Fatty? Yeah, I, I was just going to say that um, make sure you ask for the your real estate professional, what market are we in? What can I expect? Uh, what did the previous property, what did this property sell for in the past? What percentage has the market gone up in this area? Are there any comparables? Um, just be very well informed as to what market we are in, what time of year we are um, at. Also, just thinking about this, when you enter the spring market, the buyers, what they do sometimes to themselves is they sabotage their buying um, opportunities because they assume, well, it's the spring market because all the realtors and sales professionals are all super excited. Um, the buyers assume there's another property coming on. Well, I'll just wait because there's another property. I'm sure there'll be another property. And what ends up happening is you miss out on some great properties. And now you're buying in September out of stress and necessity because you need to get in here in Canada uh, before the snow flies. So just be mindful of that. Make sure your professional knows and properly advises you. So in closing, I also just want to mention that if you're moving from, say, southern Ontario between Burlington, Oshawa, would be Markham, Scarborough, Richmond Hill, and over to Ottawa, which is probably where you're coming from if you're moving from Ontario, which is pretty well 100% of our off-island buyers, is this is not Ottawa or Burlington. This is Prince Edward Island. And it's it's funny to see the numbers and the amount of million-dollar sales. Notice I don't say million-dollar houses. I say million-dollar sales 
of people coming from southern Ontario, and in my, my opinion, grossly overpaying because they're comparing a house here on the water to a house there on the water, and the prices and the demand and markets are absolutely and completely different. You may as well be comparing it to something on the water in Miami or Monte Carlo or California. In closing, thanks for listening. Be sure to, uh, we really appreciate it if you did uh, rate the podcast so we can increase our, our listenership up to at least double digits. Now that we've picked up Halifax, I think that's so exciting. Thanks again to Kayla. And uh, everybody have a great day. Have a great day. And that's it.